Welcome to Youthology Resources this week and another topic in youth leadership. We are staying with our theme for the holidays this month. Let's talk about the Sabbath, rest, and silence. There are all kinds of side effects to our busy and technological life. <laughs> now you may be thinking, man, uh, that's not a problem with me, but when you look at the pervasive influence of social media comparisons and the gaming role-play world, the fantasy of AI, online image and body shame marketing, the competitive nature of academic educational scholarships, and most importantly, uh, causing a, a, a lot of the problems with this is the spiritual vacuum of a generation. We have seen such a decrease in mental health and purpose and a rise in depression and ultimately suicide in the Gen Z set. There are many other triggers, of course, but these prevailing issues are at the center, are at the center of the destruction of teenage mental health, uh, self-esteem, and purpose. But I believe strongly that the lack of rest is another factor in uh, unhealthy teenagers' lives. Do you know that rest is actually very spiritual? <laughs> May not seem like it, right? But how do we counter the overwork and restlessness that causes depression in a generation? And depression is indicative of the lack of rest or a Sabbath that can cause all kinds of problems. There are many troubling signs that develop from a lack of silence and a lack of Sabbath and a lack of rest. Let me give you, let me give you a few of those things that maybe could be going on in your life. Uh, how about poor academic performance in school? Withdrawal from family or friends or activities. Sadness and hopelessness. Lack of enthusiasm, energy or motivation. How about anger or rage and aggressiveness? Overreaction to criticism, feelings of being unable to satisfy ideals or expectations, poor self-esteem, cutting, bodily harm, indecision or right forgetfulness, changes in eating or sleeping or behavioral patterns, substance abuse, organ dysfunction, problems with the family or uh, authority, and ultimately suicidal thoughts or even acting on that. These should be the best days of a teenager's life. And yet, we are dealing with the results of um, hopelessness and a lack of purpose and ultimately depression in teenagers' lives. And it can become so difficult to even communicate to teenagers because they get buried, um, they get buried with their problems and their critical thinking skills may not be there. And so a teen's perspective um, becomes a powerful either solution or addition to their problem. They can become buried under a molehill, right? Not a mountain, a molehill, um, if they're not care careful because they cannot get the right perspective. To understand that perspective can lessen the effect of the problems in their life. It doesn't take the problems away, but it helps them deal with it. For instance, to minimize God and maximize your problems only makes them worse. So we must learn to maximize God and to minimize the problems. Let me illustrate it this way. If my hand represents a problem 
and I, right, I place that hand right in front of my face, I will not be able to see anything. You can't see my face, right? But what I have to do is to take that problem, right, my hand, and put it into perspective and to remove it away from my face so that now I can see. It's a simple illustration, but it's what we do with our problems often, isn't it? I mean, try that right now. Identify your hand as a problem in your life. And then next, place your hand in front of you and you, you won't be able to see. And then when you remove your hand out from your face, even just a few inches, look what happens. You can see much better. That is called perspective. Making sure that we do not focus on our problems, but that we focus on the solutions. And sometimes it's just a real simple uh, thing that you can do, a little illustration, right? The Sabbath. What is the Sabbath? What is rest and how powerful is it? The Sabbath has been lost in America. When is the last time? Let me ask you these questions, right? When is the last time you rested for a day? Afternoon, for a morning. Can you remember the last time that you took a nap or spent an hour doing nothing on purpose? <laughs> Stop equating busyness with spirituality. Christianity is more about grace and rest and being than works and doing. The Sabbath is a commandment. Understand that. Exodus chapter 20. God didn't give us a suggestion to rest. He gave us a command that we would rest. Faith, listen, faith and rest will be a great cure for the stresses that can cause uh, depression and, and a lack of purpose. Think about this. There are so many scriptures on the Sabbath and silence and rest. Did you know that even in the Old Testament, the people were required to rest their land from sowing crops every seven years? What a significant commitment to the health of their land. To not sow crops uh, for a year, every seven years. Listen, here are some other scriptures that I think will help you see the powerful effect of Sabbath and silence and rest. Genesis chapter 2. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. And so, on the seventh day, God rested from all of his work. Right? Think about that. God rested from all the work of his creation, everything that he had been doing. If God rests, I think we, yeah, anyway. Hey, Exodus 20. Remember the Sabbath day. This is the Ten Commandments. And keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and you shall work. But on the seventh day, on the Sabbath, you must rest before the Lord. On it you shall do no work. Right? Think about that. Psalms 4. I love this. Psalms 4, verses 4 and verse 8, I think it is. Be angry and do not sin. And ponder in your own hearts, on your beds, as you are silent. And then it uses the word selah, right? Rest. Pause. In peace I will both lie down and I will sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me to dwell securely in my rest. Matthew 11, come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. Mark 3, I love this 
where Jesus is talking to the disciples and he says, then because so many people were coming and going, they did not have a chance to even eat. And so Jesus said to them, come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. What a powerful invitation. Hebrews chapter 4. So there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. That's in the New Testament. There remains a Sabbath rest. Listen, sometimes the most spiritual thing that we can do is to rest. Maybe that looks like sleep. Much, do you know that much of the body's healing work takes place while you sleep? Without the need to attend all the functions of daily life, your immune system and your organs uh, uh, begin to de detoxify. And it focuses, focuses the cleansing and the restorative attention of your body to itself while you're resting. And this is the time when your body does major house cleaning. It takes care of waste that have accumulated throughout the day and it repairs, listen, rest repairs cellular damage. So we need to cultivate the habit of going to bed early as a teenager, right? Maybe setting the same uh, sleep patterns. And I know that it can be different every day. Every day there's something different, but you know, maybe in bed by 10 p.m. And uh, because it's recommended that teenagers get about eight to nine hours of sleep each day, right? So listen, overriding that desire for sleep and rest interferes with the natural rhythm of cleansing, brain function, internal organ, uh, recreation, right? Um, all of that. Okay, listen, here are some practical ways to get the most rest out of your body. Let's, let's sleep time, right? For the most part, listen, it is restorative. So sleep in an, in an environment that is quiet. Keep your room ventilated by, you know, run a fan, uh, providing plenty of fresh air if that's what it takes. A another thing, avoid eating for at least two hours before sleep. This ensures your body's energy can be used for healing and rejuvenation, right, and not for digestion. Um, here's another one. If you do not want to eat something before bed, maybe, uh, you know, uh, eat light, try it like a piece of fruit. Uh, fruit is a, a cleansing agent, and it, it is quickly digested. Um, so, something else that will help you. Depending on the person, getting some physical exercise before bed is a great way to detox and to wind down. Now, maybe some of you are thinking, uh-uh, not for me, man. That'll, that'll, that, it's all different for everybody, right? For me, a hot shower works best every single night. Here's another one. Get a journal. Organize your thoughts. Write down the things that you need to do the following day before you go to bed. This will help you rest your mind on all of the things that you have to do. Uh, finally, for some people, music is a great relaxation option, right? Like a noise-canceling app or worship that you'll play uh, if you need background noise to, to sleep well, you know, those kind of things. Listen, don't forget that maybe one of the most important things you can do before you go to sleep is your spiritual formation, devotions. It's a great way to fall asleep, right? <laughs> I'm joking, partly. <laughs> you know, you read the scriptures and that's when you fall, maybe that's the best. All right, anyway, listen, finally, what does this look like in a practical sense? What does silence, Sabbath, rest look like we can talk about nutrition and exercise and the impact of Sabbath and rest, 
you know, um, on your life, if you eat well, or you know, go to going to the gym, uh, going for a walk, getting a bike, getting exercise. Many of those things are, are cheap and inexpensive. Each of those are tremendous benefits to our physical health and help us rest more easily. But I want to speak about one more thing as we close out today, because I think this is something we are really missing. And that is the area of play. The benefits of play. They have more to do with wellness than we think, okay? Because I believe there's a play deprivation going on in our culture today. We've seen this lack of play growing in our culture. And it can be the cause of so many issues that we've already talked about here. Um, it could be that we are too busy, or that we are too lazy, or could be that we do not value play, and so we see it as some, like a childish effort. But in all actuality, like during a Christmas vacation, what a great time to learn the value of play, right? Whatever the cause, there are so many serious signs that we've talked about here of our mental health. Couldn't maybe play and creativity add to our confidence, add to our health? Let me, let me ask you some questions to, as we end. Here's some important um, things that might stir your interest in play, activities, right, all of that, right? Maybe to increase your mental health and your physical health. A, I'm going to call this, this a play deprivation test. Some simple little questions, okay? Ask yourself these important play questions. And we'll have them in the notes too, and you'll be able to uh, follow this in the manuscript. Number one, when is the last time you played with an object? Right, a ball, a squeeze toy, or something like that. Number two, how do you relieve tension or stress from your life? Because play could be a major part of that. Number three, when is the last time you sweat from an activity? Detoxed your body because your heart rate got up, right? Number four, when is what is the last memory or conversation or circumstance that caused you to laugh out of control? <laughs> right? Giving an answer to these could help you understand the difference between, you know, am I playing enough? Am I healthy enough? You know, how often do I run? How often do I jump? How often do I laugh? How often do I play with an object, right? Make up a game in my mind. Step over, don't step on the cracks in the sidewalk. You know, oh, there's skip a step in the stairway. All of these things could be major health aids to you. Okay, so hey, again, thank you for joining us. These are just windows. This, discussions like this are just windows into our life and into our heart that oftentimes we don't even think about the simplicity of play and rest and Sabbath and peace, right? So hey, join us again next week for another topic on youth leadership. Thank you.